Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest William Shane Briscoe movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week we are covering Minute 38 of the Burbs, which begins with Ricky saying he should probably go check upstairs, and ends with Mark saying they don't ever leave the house without their hair. I mean, a truer thing has never been spoken. Old men do not leave the house without their hair. <laughs> you don't wear that and then hope nobody notices when you don't have it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we have another minute of, uh, you know, our detectives are uh, they're on their way. Yeah. They've done their they, – they did their homework over at the Clopex, <laughs> and that ended well with a set of bees attacking them and right. not finding what they were looking for. <laughs> yeah, so Ricky goes on this whole thing about maybe Walter's upstairs dead. And then volunteers yeah. to go upstairs and look for him. He says maybe he slipped in the bathtub or something and cracked his head open and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Part of me wondering if Ricky just wants to do that because he just wants to be part of the group. Yeah, I don't know. And then or, he gets, yeah, he gets scolded by Ray telling him not to touch anything. And he says, yes, sir, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> yeah. He's back to being old, old respectful Ricky's back. <laughs> there you go. And Mrs. Rumsfeld's back to thinking the dog's starving for some reason. Let's go see if we can find you some dog food. I, mean, I guess that makes some sort of sense. I um, guess. It also looks like she cleaned the dog at some point. Yeah, but not when they were standing on the porch. The dog looked dirty still. Yeah. So Again, They are just bebopping around their neighbor's house. And you are led to believe that none of them have a great relationship with Walter. Right. So it's not even like, oh, this neighbor's like good friends of ours, and we're just in their house, and we've been in here a hundred times before, so it's not a big deal that we're looking around. <laughs> it seems like none of them have ever been in his house. Well, Ray mentions it right here. He says, I don't like this, Snoop, snooping around a neighbor's house. And, of course, Art chimes in with, you mean a dead guy's house? Yeah. This is also the minute where you get a – you can see it closer on top of the TV. In your bottom yeah. right-hand corner, you can really see the picture of Lucy. Yeah, I, see, I can see her now. Yeah. What is the big feathery thing in the corner, by the way? Um, I assume that's something from the the uh, Desi Arnaz show from the. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, God, I mean, what was the name? Now I can't remember what the name it was. The cub, uh, the God, what was the club he went to? Oh, the not the Copa. It was um. Oh no! Can't just keep naming uh, Cuban words and sounding racist. Copa is a real place. The Copa is a real, but it's not like the La Bamba or something. That's no, not even the right nationality. It's the oh God. Oh no! Lost on my lo- I love Lucy credibility that I worked it up last time. <laughs> I'm hoping maybe it'll just come to me later. I'm just gonna skip it. I'm not gonna look it up. I'll just see if it ever comes to me. <laughs> oh, by the way, Art's smoking in the house now too. <laughs> I had that in my notes. Like, listen, I realize it's '89 and it wasn't quite as taboo then, but this dude's just rocking a cigar in this old man's house. <laughs> yeah, you're walking around this guy's house with a cigar in your mouth. Yeah, I was waiting for there to be a huge oxygen tank there, and <laughs> he's just like, I'm just lighting up in his house. Yeah, he says. uh I don't like snooping around my neighbor's house. And he's like, you mean a dead guy's house? Art is so <laughs> convinced that Walter's dead. Yeah. He he is convinced that not – Walter's not just dead. Walter was the body that went out that night. Yeah, if they would have took that trash bag out, he swears he would have saw Walter. And then um, Art showing what a classy guy he is. <laughs> he decides he's going to pocket something of Walter's. What is, is it? it li- I think it was a lighter that he left the cigar with. I'm not sure. When he first picked it up, I thought it was an ashtray. Maybe it was. way too small. He just slides it right in his pocket. <laughs> right. You want to take that out of your pocket? <laughs> I've used that line many times, but you want, to, you want to take that out of your pocket? You want to not <laughs> steal that from our neighbor's house? <laughs> it's classic. It's classic 80s uh, Hanks right there. There goes classic art again, too. Um, hey, what's the difference? 
all this junk's going to end up in a flea market somewhere sooner or later anyway. And I uh, remember last minute I said his shirt was one name tag away from being a bowling shirt. Yeah. Yeah. His shirt has art on it. No, it doesn't. I couldn't just see it in the other minute because he was turned the other way. Yeah, it definitely it says art in it. It, it is a bowling shirt. Yeah, it's definitely a bowling shirt. He's wearing yeah, a bowling shirt with golf pants. <laughs> He's not sure what sport he wants to play today. Yeah, so uh, the wife goes into the um, the whatever into the kitchen, and on the kitchen before she turns around and screams on the kitchen counter, it looks like there's a can of dog food. And she puts the dog on the counter. Who puts a dog on the counter? I don't know. It's I mean, it's a, it, you might well, let me put this baby on the counter and hope nothing bad happens. Oh right, you don't stick the dog on the counter. But yeah, you're right. It was a can the of dog. Dog got weak there. legs when it fell down in Silence of the Lambs. It broke its leg. <laughs> That's right. You can't mess with that dog. It's got bad legs. It's got a bad wheel. So, oh, she says, okay, stay right here while I find your dish. Yeah, she, she turns and screams. And <laughs> yeah. if there's ever been a moment in this movie that lets you know what kind of a-hole Rumsfeld is, it's this minute. So let's act under this thing. You are, for the last three days, completely scared of your one set of neighbors. After last night, you're pretty sure they may or may not have killed somebody and put their body outside. Right. Your old neighbor is now missing. You've just broken into his house looking pretty much for his body. Your wife walks into the other room by herself, and then she screams. Do you yell bullseye at that point? <laughs> bullseye. <laughs> you yell bullseye. <laughs> Not like, oh, my wife is terrified in the other room and is possibly being stabbed in the face by the Klopax. <laughs> yeah, he's a real winner right there. He's a real yeah. – he's quite a guy. <laughs> he's so happy. Bullseye. Yeah, bullseye. Ha, oh, my wife's scared. Bullseye. <laughs> and they all charge in there and she is oh and very interesting who's the last one to get in there her husband she Art, says Art and Ray get there first <laughs> right Art and Ray get there first and she tells him it's a dead rat on the table yeah also <laughs> the can of dog food has moved since the last scene so I think the dog's trying to eat it maybe he is hungry then maybe she's yeah. right it's a can of Alpo is that what it is can of Alpo yeah and then her husband just totally diminishes her and says, like, oh, you idiot, it's a toupee. Yeah, that's not a rat, that's a toupee. And Art's like, beautiful place to keep a toupee, right on the stove. <laughs> also, his table is set. Right. His table is set, and the only thing out is a can of dog food, which makes me wonder about Walter's financial situation. And what is Art? Art right away says, I'm starving. Well, I'm pretty sure Art may be hypoglycemic. I said big surprise there. You know, Art's yeah. starving. That's what I wrote down, big surprise there. And then he says one thing about these old guys, they never leave the house without their hair. So no, sir. that's the next thing that we – I mean if you're going to – I don't know if you count the uh, the table being set because some people just leave their table set. Maybe. I've never done that. That's like what crazy people do. But So they find the hair. They found the chair. You know, The old man not responding. You're led to believe he's not someone that gets out very often. At this point, I think Walter's dead. Well, that – and what would sane people do in this situation? Call the police. You call the police. But they can't because they broke into his house. Yeah, but even that, you could be, you could tell the cops that. You could I was say wondering. Like, like we, we, broke the, we broke the window to get in. Yeah. Because I got news for you. If you do a well visit or a well thing or whatever, if you call and the cops can't get a hold of anybody, they're, they're going to break the window. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, exactly. I mean, I've seen them do it to get in there. And sometimes they go in and there's like a dead body. And sometimes it's like, oops, the guy just went to – guy's in Acapulco. And whoops, we broke your window. <laughs> Oops, now we got to fix it. We'll put a board over that window. Yeah. Or they could do what they do when they break into like a drug house or whatever. They break down the door and then they charge you for it. Yeah. <laughs> they say you got to fix that. <laughs> what do you do? All right. So this is the uh, 
the greatest William Shane Grisco minute of all time. So I'd really like you to hear you take a chance on that one. Hmm. I couldn't even imagine. All right, so Shane. He was he his jobs that are listed. He has miscellaneous crew, stunts, and actor. But what he was in this was the animal trainer. Oh, which is why I picked him for this minute for the same reason you were talking about, like putting him, putting the dog up on the counter. Yeah. Like, well, I hope that dog is well trained as you're putting <laughs> it up on the counter. Well, that dog's a uh, you know it's just, it, that dog's been in so many movies it knows what it's doing. Yeah. The seasoned vet. Yeah, he was um he's also been in he was an actor in one movie. Eyes of an Angel. He was a dog handler. He's really going outside of his thing. <laughs> yeah. he, um, he has stunts in six movies. The Rookie, oh. Jack the Bear, Hostile Intentions, Homeward Bound 2. I assume those all involve animals, so he's probably like the guy running from the bear or something. Right. He was a small animal trainer in The Long Shot in 1986. That was his first movie. He was the animal trainer on The Lost Boys, Critters 2, The Burbs, Uncle Buck. What animal was – oh, the dog was in Lost Boys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there was a dog. Uncle yeah. Buck, I think there was a dog. I'm assuming he's like a dog guy. Lethal Weapon yeah, 3, he's the dog. animal trainer. There was a dog in that. Pet Cemetery 2. How hard could that have been? Right. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> that animal's dead. <laughs> he does Man Without a Face, Homeward Bound 2. Uh, he was in the movie – or he was trainer of Black Dog. My dog Skip, the Mexican. Cats and Dogs. Oh, that must be hey. a tough one. Anything with the word dog in it. Yeah. Uh, he was on uh, Serenity as the animal trainer. No, he was the dog trainer for the 2005 movie Lassie. <laughs> Do you think that's like the ultimate to be like um, Lassie? Well, I don't know. His next movie, 2007, was Underdog. Oh. This guy must be top of the top of the heap. Yeah, they, they call He's him like, Underdog. Yo, this guy's done Lassie and Underdog. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, too. <laughs> if, he, if only he did Benji, he'd be the one. I know. <laughs> um, apparently, he can go outside of just doing dogs. Jonah Hex, he was the bird trainer. Oh. Well, maybe he trained a crow in this movie. <laughs> maybe to go, <laughs> And then his last stop, he was in two episodes of True Blood and then an episode of Quick Draw, huh. which I've never heard of, but good for that. But I heard True Blood. <laughs> yeah, I heard True Blood. <laughs> uh, but he was the he was he the vampire trainer on that. Yeah. <laughs> he was the animal trainer in two episodes. I wonder if he did the wolves. I don't know. It's the only thing I can think of. Feels like you have to bring it. Unless it was just very, oh, wait a minute, that guy turned into a dog, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, that movie, that show is quickly fading from my memory. Yeah. That was a show that really hit the ground running and then ran right into a cliff. Yeah, but they always came back around with like a, a whole season of naked people, so I was okay with it. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> um, a little bit like Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, oh, my God, this is boring and everybody's naked. <laughs> that's all you gotta do well, you can watch, uh, now you can watch Westworld and get a lot of good and bad naked you know I've, I've been watching Westworld I'm not sure I like it <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, just, it's too smart for you uh, well no it's like you're waiting for stuff to happen and nothing happens and you're right I don't want to see all that bad naked <laughs> there's some bad naked on there <laughs> yeah everybody's naked alright so speaking of naked Actually, I have nothing for that. The only person that's naked yeah. in this is uh, Mrs. Rumsfeld. Naked ladies in the cul-de-sac. And if anybody's listening is wondering, yes, I know what her first name is, but I'm going to just refer to her as Mrs. Rumsfeld. I write down Mrs. every time she talks. Yeah, every time it's her. I write down Mr. Rumsfeld sometimes, too. I do. But it's usually when Ricky's referring to him. <laughs> so what is her name? Her name is Bonnie. Bonnie Rumsfeld? Yeah. Well, that's I'm, I don't like that name anyway. So. Yeah, I don't like her so, name. Sorry to all the Bonnies out there. What do you figure her name would be like Kitty or something? Yeah. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's. I would love to know their backstory. But yeah, that's definitely a movie I'd like to find out. Yeah. Was she just like a second wife, and they've only been married for like five years, or did like he marry her when she was like eighteen? <laughs> oh, I, I I could imagine. All right. Um, going from the creepy Rumsfeld relationship, I do not have anything else. I didn't have a lot for this minute. It was mostly they say pretty much what's happening in this minute. Right. Well, there's not that much dialogue. You don't get a whole lot of notes. Yeah, we get the uh, the girl screaming. So you're officially now in a horror movie. We've had a girl scream. <laughs> bullseye. Yeah, and this idiot husband yells bullseye. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening to the Burbs Minute. Go on over to our Facebook site or our Facebook page and check it out. Go over to our iTunes page. Give us a five-star review. You can listen to me on Slycast where I talk about uh, Sylvester Stallone's career very, very slowly. We're working our way through it. Apparently, if you have four people on a podcast, it's difficult to get your schedules together. That makes um, sense. <laughs> also, uh, go over to Amazon, buy my book, The Dawn of Mars. If you're listening to this in real time, it makes a great uh, Christmas present. If you're not, if you listen to our back catalog, it makes a great birthday present. It'll make next year's Christmas present yeah. good, too. <laughs> it makes a great anything present. It makes a great flag day present. <laughs> um, also, other podcasts out there, I think, like we said, we burned through all the minute podcasts. Um, go listen to Drunk on Disney. It's a great podcast if you like to drink or you like Disney, especially if you like Disney because they're all Disney nerds. Yeah, I'm in. It's also uh, – it's Guy Hutchinson, Bart Scott, and Dana Snyder. Dana Snyder was the voice of – oh, God. He was on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He was the voice of um, – just name – you, you'd never probably watch the show. Is that the one with the French fries and the milkshake? Yes, he was the shake. He was Master Shake. <laughs> There you go. I, was, I kept saying I was gonna say milkshake, and if I was like, if I say milkshake, and this ever get back to him, he'll kill me. Yeah, that's why it made me do it. Yeah, it was a master <laughs> shake. Master shake. Yeah, he's a voice actor, but then uh, the other two guys are uh, both podcasters and authors, and they know Disney inside now, and it's a really fun show. I don't even like. I mean, I like Disney, but you know, like normal people, not like them. No, no, yeah. But check it out; it's fun. Um, I do not have anything else. I guess you don't have anything else. Judging by your complete lack of speaking, I guess you're gone. I'm looking through, but no, I don't have anything else. uh, Bullseye. And stay safe, neighbor.